And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of I'm Not Sure What to Call This Show Right Now. <laughs> because if you've been following me on Instagram, I said I'm going to be changing the channel name from Perspective and Pokemon to probably Perspective and Collecting, Perspective and Collect, I don't know, Perspective and Something. But welcome back to another episode. It's been actually a little while since I've had anyone on the on the channel. And I am super excited to have Omash back. He's back. We got him back on the show. Had to pay him $2,000. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not paying him. <laughs> yeah, I'm expensive now. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day when he only had one year on YouTube, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll do a podcast. Now that he has two, he's like, dude, you got to pay me now. Dude, it's, it, things get crazy in the YouTube space. <laughs> right? <laughs> but real quick, Omash, I mean, I think my audience already knows who you are, but for anyone who does not, can give a brief intro of who you are. Yeah, just real quick. I'm Omash, leader of the Omash Nation. <laughs> that was like the nerdiest thing I've ever said, probably. <laughs> uh, real name is Alex, and I'm just a PokeTuber on uh, YouTube, except I'm not sure you can just call me a PokeTuber now, because... I've gotten into so many different TCGs and I'm doing a bunch more grading than like actual Pokemon openings. Um, so I, I'm just a, a content creator that really likes Pokemon and nerdy things. How about that? <laughs> I love that. And we're actually going to get into a little bit more of the TCGs we've gotten into recently. Yes. But also, that's also kind of like the same sentiment of why I'm changing the channel name. Because I love mm -hmm. Pokemon. I think that's always going to be like the top tier like on my mind. Right. But there's just so many fun TCGs, collectibles. Like it's so hard not to like love so many of these things that just keep keep coming out. Oh my gosh, it's it's pretty much impossible not to at least mess around with everything. But then you start to get addicted, and then your wallet starts to cry a little more. It, it's just a chain of bad but fun times. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like I remember I was doing a, gosh, almost, almost like daily videos, pack opening videos, oh, uh, like a year ago. And I'm like, yeah, we can't do that no more. <laughs> it's just, I, it's not sustainable. Like I have, I mean, obviously Leon Hart's making a lot of money from YouTube, but I've had no idea how he just does his big vintage openings like every single day. <laughs> like yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think it helps when you, he probably bought a lot of the product like five, six years oh, ago. For sure. But anyway, actually, let's go into the TCG stuff real quick. We're going to skip around on some of the questions. Cool. So what what has been some of the TCGs that you've been getting into lately? Uh, so a lot of people don't know this because I haven't posted anything about it. <laughs> but uh, MetaZoo is kind of creeping in on my life. And I still don't know if I am okay with it or if I'm not okay with it. <laughs> but Dude, uh, I, I've been paying attention because I've been watching your stories. Yes. And so I, I know I, I'm very observant. I notice when even just like a one post, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I uh, I was going to post a, a Nightfall box break on the channel, um, but then I just kind of decided I don't want to record it for my very first time opening the TCG. And I was just itching to open stuff. So just a few days ago, I just cracked it myself. And it was actually really fun. And um, I think I'm going to go for a complete binder of the two sets that have been out. Still don't know if I'm going to make content on it. Um, but I'm on the lookout for a Crypto Nation booster box. And we'll see what the binders look like and how it feels. But it's exciting to get into new stuff because... Pokemon, it's pretty much just the same thing every single set, right? You obviously get different cards, different chases, whatever. 
Um, but for the most part, it just feels the exact same every time you open it. And so it was cool opening this MetaZoo for me and getting into like, well, what is MetaZoo? Like, what are they bringing on to the stage? And like, what do they believe in? What are they kind of showcasing and all that, you know, good stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just something new. And so it was exciting. And so opening the packs, it was actually really fun. And yeah, I don't know. So MetaZoo is kind of my uh, <laughs> still trapped in the closet uh, <laughs> TCG. But I've uh, obviously everyone knows I'm into DBS big time it's like my favorite anime and the cards are absolutely insane i love it uh digimon as well uh the sets are coming out every few months and i'm picking up every single set having a fun time with that um but then other than metazoo weiss schwartz which is a name you cannot say fast i <laughs> i have to say it like that every time where it just does not come out um i'm digging weiss like the cards that they have are producing and the uh, amount of potential that they have because they're basically just a card or a TCG that uh, prints out different animes, right? And so if you're an anime fan, they probably either have a set for the anime that you like or <laughs> uh, an anime, they're going to come out with a set for, you know, X anime. And so it's just like the funnest thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot more Weiss shorts. Yeah, <laughs> you got to say this. See? <laughs> <laughs> Just like around with like uh, like 23K Poke Shop. Um, yes. Alex. Oh my gosh, I forget his, his last name. But Alex Hodges. Alex Hodges, Kevin yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, to other people, you know, doing, getting into that. I'm like, you know, if I, I think if I actually watched the animes, because I don't watch mm-hmm. them, I, I don't watch too much of anything. I don't have time no for time. anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the cards look so cool. Oh, they are amazing. Uh, and I'm not going like hard, hard into Weiss. Um, like with Seven Deadly Sins, it's a newer set that came out. And I, I have seen the anime and I really like it. So I did buy a few boxes of that. Um, but for the most part, I'm just buying like the top chase cards of the few animes that I've actually seen. So like Attack on Titan um, is one of them. Um, and then Mob Psycho. Um and for anyone who doesn't know, the top cards for most of the Weiss, Weiss Schwartz cards sets are SPs, special rares. Um, and they always have like a, a stamped autograph or signature or something on the cards. And they look amazing. And they're insanely rare at the same time. So <laughs> it's been fun to uh, try and get all the SPs of, the, of my favorite animes. And I'm just thankful I haven't seen a lot of the other animes <laughs> that they have done because they are very pricey. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I'm, I, I haven't watched the video yet, but I know you put out a video, I think, today about a Pop One card. Yes. Is, is I have it right Weiss, here. Is that a Weiss Schwartz It is card? a Weiss. I actually just looked today and it's now Pop Two, so I'm not as cool. <laughs> but it is right here. Attack on Titan mikasa whoa glare weiss schwartz sp very nice such a cool card oh so beautiful that's awesome oh dude even pop two i mean that's that's still pretty rare yeah (laughs) Uh, i feel good about it but yeah Yeah. they they grade super well too most of the time and so it's 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 been fun real quick i need to make a one quick pause i hear my daughter like try and get inside the door (laughs) So, dude, you've been on YouTube now for a little over two years now. Oof. 
insane. Which is, it's oh my, I, I think every single time you put that question on your YouTube, like, what's your favorite Amash memory? Uh-huh. Every single time, it will be your very first video. Man, and, I like the bloopers. Because, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it, it's so authentic of like just seeing you like just just the, like the wheels turning. Like, who's gonna watch this? Like, what the heck am I doing? I I just, I just <laughs> love it. No, it's uh, I still remember it like it was yesterday. Like, I cannot believe it's been two years. Uh, COVID has messed up time <laughs> and space. But uh, yeah, two years, it's crazy. And like I said, I remember recording that right here, just like it was yesterday. It, it literally took me over an hour to rec- record that little 10-minute video. <laughs> it was crazy. It was Dude, just I, I, I love that story, though. No, yeah. I mean, everyone goes through it, right? Who tries to start content creating. It's so, classic. So question then. So what has been your biggest surprise the biggest surprise you've had on your channel during your second year on YouTube? Oh man. I think, uh, biggest surprise. Well, YouTube likes to throw random stuff at you (laughs) every now and then. Um, for example, I felt like for the first whole year, it was pretty consistent growth. Like every, every day or every week you'd get your few subs Um, and I felt like it was consistent, but then this second year, just out of nowhere, like YouTube kind of, I don't know what happened exactly, but I'm assuming YouTube decided to put my videos out, uh, in front of people a little more, like just kind of showing the channel and some more people got eyes on it. And there was just this crazy period of really fast growth, like a few thousand in a couple months. Whereas I think by the time I hit a year, I was just at a thousand. And so I've, I can't remember the exact timelines, but it was like slower, but steady, you know, the same growth for a year. Um, and then it lasted for a few more months. And I think we hit 2000, but then after that 2000 video, it was like, boom, 5,000 out of nowhere. I'm like, Whoa, what is going on here? Um, and so YouTube likes to do these weird roller coasters like that. Cause like now I'm back to, you know, maybe getting a few subscribers a day of every week. Like it's definitely a little more slow. And so it's like, what the heck's going on? Like uh-huh. the mind games that go with the YouTube and content creation and everything. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> um, so that so was, oh okay. no, yeah. So, well, I'm curious though. So during this time where you're having like this huge, like growth over the, you know, a thousand new people like come in uh-huh. over a few weeks. Like what's going through your mind as like as a as a content creator? Like what what's going through your mind? Well, since the beginning, I've always wondered like when is that like big blow up, right? Like is it an X amount of time on YouTube? Is it like a certain subscriber count? Like when is that time where a channel just kind of takes off? Um, and so when it first started, I was like, oh, this is my moment. This is the time. <laughs> like it's actually happening. Um, it's been a year, you know, we've been monetized, um, we've hit, you know, 2000 subscribers, like this must be it. Um, but then it lasted for a little while and then it just slowed down. I'm like, Oh man, maybe, (laughs) maybe that was just some random, uh, you know, little splurt of, I don't even know what it was, but, um, that was what was kind of going through my head. Just like, wow, it's actually happening kind of thing. Um, but then obviously it slowed down. It's like, 
Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not one to get my hopes up with like anything just because <laughs> I'm I'm generally a more like realistic, logical kind of person. Um, so when it was happening, I was like, wow, this is absolutely crazy. Like if this keeps up, that would be insane. But then when it started to slow back down, I was like, oh yeah, typical. <laughs> <laughs> that's dude, that's that's still so awesome to think about. Like you just what I've I've loved is just every now and again. I'll just check to see uh, certain things. And one of the things I check on is like, oh, I wonder what, what Omash is at, like subscriber counts. Mm-hmm. And it is, is so cool because, again, I, I've, I, I mean, I think I've subscribed to your channel when you were at like 900 subs, somewhere around yeah. there. And it's, it's just so cool to see like that growth. And I mean, I've said this before, but I, I think, I think you have like a very good personality for YouTube. You have a very good, just, aura about you spirit about you whatever you want to call it and so I, it does not surprise me that you just continue to grow no yeah it's uh, people always laugh i might have shared this last time we talked but um i'm i'm a shy guy like i am not an extrovert at all but people see my youtube videos and like kind of hang out with me or whatever and when they hear that from me they're like what you are not shy at all um so I appreciate that. Like it does, it takes a lot to kind of bring out my personality, I guess. Like I'm just more naturally closed off kind of person. Um, so it has been fun getting this little community behind me, the Omash Nation, and getting to know some people and seeing that growth. Like it's insane. Just like, you know, most content creators say it, but I literally didn't think I would ever get to 100 subscribers. <laughs> like, huh. You saw my first video. <laughs> so the fact that the channel is growing and we're still doing it two years later, it's pretty crazy. Pretty awesome, but crazy. So speaking of growth, though, so how would you say you, you've grown like as a person or as a content creator like during these last two years? Man, that's a good question. Um, I think... I think now after two years of content creating uh, I've always been kind of more laid back guy anyway, and I've never really let things affect me, but as I'm sure, you know, uh, the internet is cruel. Like it is a mean place. And so on the early stages, it's like you get one nasty comment or 10 nasty comments and it really affects you. It's just like, what? the heck like how are people so mean what am i doing wrong oh maybe i should quit because this is like hard to handle right um whereas now you kind of realize that haters are just there to hate and they're never not going to be there so kind of shift that focus even though it's so hard to all of the people who are supporting you and loving you and um showing you know that they like your content and interacting with you um just kind of a mindset change. Whereas, cause it's always easy to find the negative in everything. Right. Um, but YouTube has definitely helped me uh, switch that to kind of ignore the negative. Like who cares about the haters, um, but just focus on and go after the positive, the good. Um, yeah. I'd, I think that's how I've personally grown quite a bit. <laughs> I love that. And yeah, because 
you know, definitely a lot of people come out of the woodworks when you start making content, and especially when YouTube starts showing those videos to more people. Because mm -hmm. I, there are plenty. Well, I, okay, I need to have a conversation. I need to have this conversation with my sister who just started a YouTube channel. Oh, nice. But um, yeah, go subscribe to her the MB vlogs, something like that. Shout out uh, MB vlogs. <laughs> yes. But uh, what's so interesting, and what I, I've I've come to learn for myself, uh, and both for myself and also just having this the science background of hanging out with doctors and psychologists and whatnot, <laughs> is that it's so interesting to me that genuinely happy people will never leave a negative comment. Mm -hmm. Someone who is genuinely happy will never say, you're stupid, you suck, this video <laughs> is stupid. Like Even if they disagree with you. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that, it's been interesting how, like for myself, because I've gotten plenty of negative whatever stuff, even though I'm not as, you know, my channel isn't as big as yours or whatever. Like it just happens. Anytime you create, you oh, put yeah. yourself out there. And it's been interesting being able to switch that I guess when that happens, being able to have empathy toward that person, because you have, you have to understand that if someone is leaving, like someone is taking the time to grab their phone or whatever and say, you know, this is crap or whatever, like that person is in like a bad mental place. Yeah. Like for all you know, like that person just lost their job and they happen to see something they don't agree with. And so they're like, oh, life sucks. Like, look at this Omash guy. What's he doing with like, <laughs> like people who do that are not, they are in, not in a good place mentally. They are suffering oh. inside. They're hurting inside. And so they lash out. Yeah. And I think that's something important to remember for any content creator that like, I, I think it, it can be easy for us to, and I, I mean, you see this too, like content creators get hate and then they, they lash, they lash back. Yeah, I think the opposite is you need to do. You don't need to lash back. You need to show more empathy and compassion because that person is suffering inside. Like it's almost like trying to kick someone when they're down. Like that's yeah. actually what's happening. Like you have to understand. Like yeah, just that empathy and compassion, man. Like that's what turns those negative comments into like an experience to just grow. You know, and, and mm -hmm. sometimes it even turns those haters into fans like i've I, it's been so and sorry I'm, I'm, I'm kind of passionate about this as you can kind of tell oh yeah but it's been so interesting how i've had you know negative stuff on my instagram or tiktok or wherever mm -hmm. but then not lashing back but understanding okay this person is hurting inside let me actually have a conversation with them mm -hmm. like nine times out of ten that turns into an actual good dialogue and that person becomes a friend or at least we leave with no hurt feelings. Right. No, and that's awesome because it is so hard not to lash back. Like they hurt your feelings. And so it's just natural of us to be like, oh, well, here's what I think of that, right? <laughs> My uh -huh. favorites are the ones who comment something rude. So you can still see it because you get the notification and the email, but then they delete the comment so you can't reply. <laughs> <laughs> like I laugh every single time. I'm like, come on, <laughs> like be a little more uh, manly, I guess. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe they reached out their ways. Maybe, <laughs> but I still saw it. And so it still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely though, like those opportunities, those, I think those moments are opportunity, opportunities to just have compassion, you know, 
grow yourself. And also, and this is actually my favorite. Oh man, I don't know if I'm just just kind of weird. Just the more that I get to know more people, the more I realize that I kind of do things that other people don't. Uh-huh. But I actually kind of like those moments, especially those moments where I suddenly like because where I get hurt. Like I'm like, why did that person say that? Mm-hmm. I I oddly get kind of excited when that happens because it's it's a switch in my head. I'm like, oh, okay. If I'm getting hurt, that means that there's something inside of me that's like insecure about what they said. And so I can work on myself. And so thank you person, because now you show me something inside of me that I can now work on. Wow. That's deep. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we call this perspective and collectibles are collecting. Perspective in good times. How about that? (laughs) Perspective in good times. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Cause uh, yeah, I mean, none of us are perfect. And so there's always more to work on or, um, try and improve, you know, change if needed, adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it does take that mean comment to kind of, you know, take your step back and be like, you know what, <laughs> maybe I can uh, change with that or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Like at the very least, understanding how you react to it, it's a good mm-hmm. indication of where you are mentally as well. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think we talked about that long enough. Moving on to <laughs> the next question. So if you don't mind sharing, and maybe this goes along kind of with what we were talking about, but what has been the biggest struggle for you as a content creator? Um. So lately, oh, you know, as a content creator, it's hard not to focus on the numbers. It's just always there and always on your mind. Like it's impossible not to, because um, that's kind of the goal, right? no one really hopefully you're starting your create content creation because you enjoy whatever you're doing but no one starts it with the goal of i'm not gonna grow or i'm not gonna try to grow and so the numbers are always there but i think lately it's been more of time management Mm -hmm. it is I mean, I'm usually good with staying organized because I'm naturally more organized person. Um, But with so many things on my plate, when it comes to my full-time job, my family, uh, middleman stuff, YouTube, and then other things that happen. Like right now, we're kind of trying to build the uh, startup an Airbnb. And so like more things just get added to the plate. And so there's more stress to get it all done and stay on top of everything. Um, that has been definitely the most challenging part, especially we, we kind of talked about it um, off camera, but just, Hey, my kid is asleep. I finally have time to do something. Oh, but maybe I should, you know, spend some time with my wife <laughs> and, you know, just stuff like that. It, it's hard to manage. And recently that's kind of been the biggest struggle. It's just, how do I stay on top of everything while making everything else work and other people happy? Um, it's a hard thing to do, but you just kind of have to try your best and uh, have good communication <laughs> because uh, yeah. For sure, man. And uh, I, you know, I think also just if I can add just my two cents on that, cause I, I'm in, a, I'm in a similar boat where, you know, I'm trying to create content, you know, I got my, my family, my, family business. I got my other little side business. I got other projects I'm working on. Like, (laughs) um, then obviously my wife, my children, 
trying to exercise, eat well, oh, man. get enough sleep. Don't bring up the exercising. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think, you know, you know, I, th- I think part of it is that, you know, you, like you said, you, you do your best mm-hmm. and you just don't judge yourself when you do drop something. Yeah. And you, you just adjust because, you know, yesterday or was it yesterday? I don't I don't, dude, I don't remember days anymore. <laughs> Time doesn't but exist like, anymore. You know, some days I work, I put in like 10 hours of work, you know, into my family business. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm putting eight, some days I'm putting seven, but you know, it's just trying to be able to juggle everything so that I, you know, can have time for my kids. Mm-hmm. I do, it's, I think it's all, honestly like a daily thing. Like, <laughs> like what is most important today? Right. I mean, it's always changing. Like, just like me and I, you know, I have things that I need to get done. I have things I want to get done. I have things going on in my mind, in my personal life, whatever you want to say. But on the flip side, my wife is also going through all this stuff. And it's my job to be there for her and for whatever she is going through. And some days, you know, she might not need anything. She'll be completely fine. But then another day, it's like she didn't sleep at all. And so she needs a lot more help. You know, just every single day is so different in every single one of our lives. And so there's never a set way to do things when it comes to management of your time and, you know, your daily tasks. Because even though you might be doing the same stuff every day, you're not really doing the same stuff every day. <laughs> uh-huh. 100%. And, you know, it's funny because where my mind also goes with this, going back to empathy and compassion from earlier. I think, you know, that's also another reason why we always need to be empathetic and compassionate to other people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that person who maybe is kind of acting like a jerk at the store or wherever, you know, they might have a lot on their plate. Yeah. You know, they might be, you know, running a business and their wife is sick and their kids, you know, need, need you know, his time or whatever. And so, like, you never know what's, what someone's going through. Like, someone might see you just through YouTube and be like, oh, look at him. He just makes YouTube videos all day. Well, that's not the case. No, yeah. (laughs) I I feel like more and more I have kind of responded somewhere in a comment of, well, if you actually knew me, then, you know, because people do just assume and judge with whatever the case is that they're talking about. And it's just like, you're not correct. (laughs) Yeah, like we, we never, like never have context on someone else's life. No, yeah. Never. Like you, like even my wife, the person who I know the most, like the I know her like better than anyone else. I know her probably better than her mom does uh-huh. at this point. I don't I don't have full context on her life because I don't know every single thought that she has. I right. don't know every single detail from her from her childhood. I don't know what maybe internal security insecurity she might still have. Mm-hmm. And so we never have full context on people. And so like how could we possibly like even try? To judge someone else. No, yeah. It's insane. Just marriage counseling 101, guys. (laughs) (laughs) What you might think is correct or common sense or whatever the case, it's probably not for your significant other. And so you have to communicate and just be open because just like you just said, it's completely different and we don't know the context ever. (laughs) 100%. So we're going to go into some rapid fire questions. And then I have probably the, uh, 
the last question well, might be kind of more of a heavier, not heavier one, but maybe a little more <laughs> thought-provoking, if you will. Nice. Okay, so rapid-fire questions. What's the your favorite set that you've opened up this year? Any TCG? Any TCG? Oh, man. I had a really fun time with um, Evolving Skies. Just mm. because... Every single booster box I opened, I had an alternate art. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, that that is a, a cool set. I, I've only opened a one booster box of it, uh-huh. and it was a weird booster box. I it was missing like sixty percent of the reverse hollows. What? Yeah. Dude, there were a bunch of errors with that set. It's crazy. But sneak peek. I know this is rapid fire. Uh, next Tuesday's video, Fusion Strike insane error box like <laughs> uh it was so fun to open anyway dude looking forward to it so <laughs> what are one or two of your current collecting goals oh gosh i have so many it's stupid <laughs> um so the one that is gonna take me probably years is my gold star collection uh, i did just recently get a grout on gold star which adds to my current collection but i still need eight more and they are the eight that are the rarest and most expensive. So that is a forever task. <laughs> um, and then on the Weiss side, uh, I'm just trying to get all of the SP rare cards of Mob Psycho now at this point. I have Attack on Titan and Seven Deadly Sins. So Mob Psycho is my last one. Nice, man. So do you prefer a winter or summer? Oh, winter. Easy. I hate sweating <laughs> and I love cold. <laughs> well, you're in the right place then. Yeah. <laughs> when do you think is the appropriate time to start listening to Christmas music? Oh, freak. See, I love Christmas music, but I also give everyone a hard time to, for listening it, listening to it too soon and putting up all their decorations. Uh, Black Friday, day after. Black Friday. Yeah. Day after Thanksgiving, we're good. Nice. As a side note, and my wife normally doesn't do this, but last week, like it was like November 3rd or 4th or something like that. Uh-huh. She was listening to Michael Buble Christmas music and wrapping presents. I'm like, like I, I'm not like I have no problem with it, but this is kind of weird. <laughs> Dude, we have already bought some Christmas presents too, just because it's gonna be a crazy season with COVID and all this stuff. Shipping's gonna be a nightmare. Uh oh, so you have to order stuff now if you want to get stuff for Christmas. <laughs> for sure, man. Uh, what's your goal or a goal, if you have any, for the channel over the next 12 months? So I'm going to try my best, but I had a 2021 goal of trying to get to 10K on the channel. And we are at 8K right now with a month and a half left. So it's looking like we're not going to hit that goal. Um, So I would love to get to 10K because I feel like that is just a solid number that I've always just kind of wanted to hit and I've worked hard for. Um, so 10K for the channel um, sometime in the next 12 months. Um, another thing, I, I've, I've kind of announced, not officially, um, that I probably won't be opening stuff to as often um, just because it's pretty obvious that people don't really care to just watch pack openings. Um, just going off numbers, right? 
Um, and so I'm, I'm trying to incorporate more with the middleman service. So doing a lot more test um, submissions and adding different or new companies to the service um, and doing more comparison and informational videos when it comes to grading. Um, I want to tap into that a lot more than just kind of just revealing graded cards, right? Um, so hopefully I can do that uh, well <laughs> uh, this next year. And who knows, maybe eventually I'll uh, get into the live stuff, but live is just so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man, though. With, with the uh, submission stuff, that's, that's actually really, I think, well, like you said, the numbers show that that's some of your most viewed stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also really smart because it's something you kind of you were already going to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the the reveal videos will always be there just because everyone loves seeing their cards on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> and as long as I'm doing the middleman service, I'll always be getting subs back. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully people like it. Yeah. Well, I think they're fun videos. <laughs> Thank you. Glad you like it. <laughs> so what's your favorite channel with a Latino host that also talks about perspective? Mm, well, I think the only person I know is uh, Ulysses, <laughs> the owner or starter, the, the boss of perspective and some other term he has not decided. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard it here first. This is Omash's favorite <laughs> channel that meets that criteria. <laughs> yes. Okay, last question, last on a more serious note. Mm -hmm. So when all is said and done, how do you hope to be remembered? Whether as a person or as a collector or in the hobby, either you can take it either way you want. Um, I think I'll answer a little bit for both sides um, because I've always been one who just cares about being kind, right? Always be respectful and be kind to everyone no matter what. Um, and part of that is just being a good friend. Like I love making friends and I love being friends with other people. I, it's just the best part of life for me. Um, <laughs> I was actually talking with my wife randomly last night, just like, do you ever miss dating? And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, no, not like, you know, I guess not dating so much, but just being able to take that step of asking a girl or a guy, well, guys usually ask out, right? Um, asking, I'll talk for me, asking a, a girl out, taking that first step that you're so nervous about, and then just getting to know them, asking them questions, having those uh, fundamental conversations of, you know, just getting to know someone like, I really miss that. Not that I, I'm not saying I, you know, I don't want <laughs> no. to go back to being unmarried you. or any of that stuff, but it's just so fun getting to know people. Um, and so I think if people just remind me or think of me as being that kind, that friend that you could always count on done goal, goal has been met. Um, Cause I really care about that. And then I'm kind of, proud on the pokemon or collecting side that uh i mean i don't know if people say things behind my back obviously or whatever but i feel strongly that i'm not part of a lot of the drama that's happening pretty frequently in the community 
Um, I'm just the guy who's there to have fun, <laughs> make friends, and enjoy the hobby. And so if anyone ever remembers me in 20 years, <laughs> that'd be insane for one. But uh, hopefully it's just a, a good memory of, you know, Mosh was a pretty cool, uh, chill guy who just loved Pokemon and, you know, whatever else, TCG. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <clears throat> and, you know, it's... It's interesting how you mentioned, you know, kindness, because I think that was kind of a, a theme of mm -hmm. last time when we talked. Yeah. It's just how I think you, you just, well, I guess kind of what I was saying earlier, that 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 good spirit about you, you know, it's, just, it's a kind spirit. It's a, <laughs> it's a like, let me, let me turn on a, an Amash video because it's just a, a, a good vibe, you know? If you don't get annoyed with my, fake laugh <laughs> then yeah hopefully it's a, a good time <laughs> which as a quick side note um I, I know you had mentioned this before like in a video but going along with like you like being a friend to others you know i, I think if you wanted to you mm -hmm. do you it's your life but if you wanted to like i think you would make a good like host to like do a podcast do a show interviewing other people in the hobby or whatever it is that you do because you yeah. do, again, you do have just that that chill vibe, and I think one of the things I've loved about doing this kind of show is that if I see someone, I'm like, oh, I want to get to know that person better. Let me bring them on for thirty minutes or whatever. Like that, I just I just love that being able to get connect with and get to know people better, and then you know, happen to put it up on YouTube and whatever. But just making friends that way has been a a good experience. Yeah. No, it's. I seriously wanted to start something this year. Um, but then I also have this part of me that's like, oh, well, I don't want to copy other people. Like people mention, hey, you should do like a guess that grade. And I'm like, well, that's Leonhardt's thing. So I'm not going to do that. And, you know, so many people have started podcasts this year just because it is something that a lot of people like and enjoy. Um and so naturally, I'm just like, uh, I don't want to copy Ulysses. I don't want to copy TCG Funhouse. You know, I don't want to copy Pokenav because um, it's kind of their thing. Um, but no, I, I know I would have a blast with it um, just because I enjoy getting to know people. And I would want to ask questions about their life more so than like Pokemon or collecting because um, it's something we all share and, you know, enjoy. But I want to know more about the people <laughs> not just about what they think about Charizard coming out in Shining Star or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh -huh. No, and and I get that too cuz I mean that I don't even know how much like TCG stuff we actually talked about today. But <laughs> not much. But honestly like again this is just my two cents do with it what you will. But I think and and whatever you want to call it like I'm just going to say the, the Omash podcast. Uh-huh. Like it would still be different because it's you. Yeah. Like there is like, there is no show like that because you're not currently making one. No, I, I do get that. I do get that. That is deep perspective right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it'll happen again. It's, it's more of a time thing. Right. Yeah, and I understand that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I, th I know it'd be fun and maybe it'd be, Maybe it'd be a good thing to start up, but yeah, I need to figure it all out first. Yeah, again, just my two cents. You do you, man. No, I appreciate it.
But that is all we have for today, everyone. Again, thank you so much, Omash, for being on the show. And real quick, where can they find you on social oh, media? Omash everywhere. <laughs> the only place that it's not just Omash because it was already taken is Twitter. And so I, I recently just changed it because it used to be Omash 4. I don't know why 4. But now it's Omash Nation on Twitter. But that is it. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Omash is everywhere. yes he is so go follow this guy honestly i can say this from at least from my own experience super genuine super kind guy you're not going to regret following him on social media or watching his videos and subscribing to that channel help him get to 10k yes 10k before december 31st yes i'll go make a you know 2000 more um (laughs) google accounts real quick and (laughs) yes well i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks again for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me.